Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So hit the big bloody subscribe button, would you? Uh, Give it a like, and also please share this podcast with someone else that might get value from it. What is up, my lovelies? So I've been getting a couple of questions and I promised that I would jump on to kind of go over some of the stuff that's happening in our industry. It's changing on a daily basis. California, the kind of the West Coast, the West Coast of the US, we've got California, we've got Oregon, we've got Washington. And it seems that there is a concerted effort for us to try and figure a way out of this COVID kind of disaster that we're in. Obviously, the most important thing that we must remember is we must always take precautions. We should listen to what our the California Association of Realtors says. We should listen to what our brokers say. We should kind of get advice and analysis from people that we trust. So I want to kind of dive in because I've got a couple of questions here. One of the questions I think is very pertinent to the topic that I've just started with, and this comes from Diana D, who is actually here in Los Angeles. So Diana has said, how do we prepare for the market post-COVID? How do we prepare for the market post-COVID? This is really pertinent because I'm a massive, massive fan of, I'm not one who's been known known to sit back and wait. I don't like to sit back and wait and see how it's all going to shake out. I am, and I've said this a million, million times, I like to be super proactive. So where I think the market is going And in this case, where I think we're going to be going out of COVID, here is what I've always done my entire career. I've always put my mind in the mind of my buyers and of my sellers, and I pretended that their house is actually my house. And so I'm going to give you some examples right now. None of us really know the fallout of what COVID is actually going to do to our industry. But it seems to me that $2.2 trillion, as you know, was released into the mortgage side of, of the industry last week, which is ex- kind of exclusively for, for financing. So it seems the government wants to prop up this sector of business by making it somewhat easier to get loans. Although we are in the middle of jumbos being very difficult and super jumbos being near impossible. But I think that will subside with COVID. So how do we prepare our clients? So I'm going to deal with California because that's where I live. I live in Los Angeles. So I keep a very, very, very close eye on what's occurring in the Los Angeles market. It feels here today that Los Angeles is beginning not to turn the corner, but the very first footstep on the road of optimism has been placed. I'm seeing more listings go live. I'm seeing more agents chattering. I'm seeing transactions beginning to go back into escrow. And I feel like we're beginning to thaw out. So how do we prepare our clients? What I would do is I always let the data be the driver. Look at the data from January 
February, March, and what we have of April, and then present that to your clients. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, they are the ones that have to choose. So if somebody said to me, hey, Peter, what's your opinion? And this is just my opinion right now. What's your opinion if my clients say they have to sell? Well, I would probably say to them something like this if they were my clients. Hey, if you guys can hang on another couple of weeks, it really feels like we're beginning to turn the corner of optimism. And I think that once we turn that corner of optimism as a nation, then transactions are going to start revving up again. Well, Peter, that's all fine and dandy, but I need to be at my new job in Florida. So if you have a client that absolutely needs to go live, then you've got your answer. You've got to go live. I do think that the real estate market is in an awfully, a much better place than it was two weeks ago because, you know, from my lips to God's ears, hopefully we're beginning to see the cases flatten out. We're beginning to get the feeling that people want to get back to work. We want They want to get the economy kind of rocking again. So preparing our clients, here's what I've been doing and what, what Cindy's been doing is we've been kind of giving them dates in advance. Why don't we speak on X date? Like I have a whole bunch of phone calls tomorrow. April 15th was a very important day. So I'm going to call around a bunch of people that are in my pipeline to give them an update. Now, that's fine. They're expecting my call. What about if you've got other people in your pipeline who are kind of like they were on the radar, now they're not on the radar? How do you kind of get back in front of them? You know me, there is nothing like video. Video for me is the quickest route to remind people of why they like you. Or in some cases, I guess why they don't like you. But hopefully they like you. And so I'm going to give you two. You already know one. One's called BombBomb, which works with Gmail. There is another one that's just been brought to my attention, which is a lot less expensive than BombBomb. And Canada does the same thing. And it's called Loom, L-O-O-M, Loom, L-O-O-M. And what it allows you to do is put a little kind of widget in the corner with you narrating what you're talking about on the screen. So if you've got buyers or if you've got sellers, not only can you go over data, it's almost like doing a presentation. And then it records that presentation with your face in the corner of the presentation. You send it out to your clients, which I've been doing. I have been getting phenomenally good responses. It is absolutely paramount that the driving force behind any decision or any piece of advice we give must be the benefit of the client. I know there are probably agents out there across the United States or entrepreneurs, people that work for themselves who are thinking, well, shit, I need to get money in for me. You know, it's getting really tight. You know, I need to get some money in for me. If we can stay the course and keep that spiritual compass pointing due north, I promise you, if we do that, it will all unfold to our benefit. Fear is also a navigator, and we just cannot listen to that fear. We must always listen to service. How can we be of service? I want to jump into part two of this question, which is actually from Mike P from Connecticut, which is, how do you deal with clients that are anxious? This is really kind of the same thing, Mike. So, Dealing with people that are anxious during COVID, which is a thousand percent legitimate, here is how I have been doing it. Again, I'm letting the data do the talking. I have actually busted out the whole timeline of what occurred in China. I also showed the whole timeline of what occurred in South Korea. I've showed the timeline of what's going on in Spain and in Italy. And again, don't shoot me if I'm wrong, but it seems like things are leveling out. 
we're not through it. We're still in the midst of it. It's still awful, but it's beginning to level out practically on a global level. But I'm dealing with the United States right now. So let's just talk about the United States. God bless you in New York. I know it's a shit show. It's a hellhole in New York City. But I do believe by July the 4th, we are going to be on the other side. Uh, not We won't be gone, but we will be well on the road to recovery. And I think by August 1st, this horrible situation will more or less be in the rear view mirror. So showing your clients timelines, showing them that it is not something that is going to last forever, I think is imperative. A lot of us remember 2008 and 2009 and 2010. And this does feel very, very, very similar. There is one massive polarizing difference. The crash in 2008, 9, and 10 came from the financial industry out. So the finance of the country just plummeted. The finances of the world were just shredded. So in order to build those finances back up and confidence, it took years. The economy in the United States was going great guns until COVID and the financial institutions are being propped up right now. They're being propped up by the government because they realize that if the financial institutions crumble, then it's, you know, game on. It's it's, it's a shit show. This is a temporary moment in time. And like I started this rant, I'm going to end this rant with it, which is I feel that we are the very first footsteps on the road to optimism. We are by no means out of this. But I do believe the first footstep was taken this week. And I feel by next week, you're going to be seeing legislation for a roadmap to business opening back up. And so by June, we will be gently dipping our toe, maybe even mid-May dipping our toe back in the water. And by July, hopefully, momentum will be building so that August, September, October, November, and December, we can maybe make up the ground that we've lost. Above all else, keep that spiritual compass pointing north, even when it's really scary. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on this rant. Thank you very, very, very much for your questions. I feel honored and privileged that you want me to answer them, and I will continue to do so. I'm going to be talking about what if clients want to go see things. All right, I have strategies on that too. So I'm going to talk about that next time. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Be healthy, be safe. God bless. Bye. That's about it for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back again next week with another topic and another great podcast. So don't forget to hit that button and subscribe. Until next time, take care and I will see you later.